Kia ora tifanu, Today on the podcast we've got Ati, the bro Ati Kipper, Kipper uh, aka Training with Kipper aka Fitness with Kipper aka the man, the motivator. Uh, Kipper is a, um, he's an advocate for just health in um in the community uh, especially in west auckland he's a huge um he's just a helpful dude he's the man um but just a word of warning the microphone setup isn't exactly the best so for me it's all good but for um kips it's um seems like he's in a, in a hollowed out room but he's not he's in his gym so hopefully you guys can handle it anyway i hope you guys enjoy it catch you One. All right, welcome everybody. I have my good friend. But is it? That's Kipper, right? It's not. Is that your last name or your first name? Yes, yeah, my last name, brother. It's my oh. last name. My first name's Ari. Ari. My bro- I only know you as Kips, my G. Nah, appreciate, it, man. Everyone could be uh, trained with Kipper, bro. Um, obviously with what I do, so. Yeah, man, you call me Kips, bro. Ari, Sunny Bull, whichever you know. <laughs> big shoulders, big traps. Nah, oh, no, <laughs> I need to work on my body, man. Uh, trapzilla. That's what uh <laughs> So bro, for those that don't know you, brother, what are, who are you, Maji? Uh man, I'm Adi Kipper. Um so I'm here based in Auckland. Um I do personal training, help a lot of people uh lose weight, man, and keep their bodies fit and healthy. So um yeah, man, I do a lot of weight loss. That's my that's my favorite thing, bro, is helping people uh fight obesity and um, you know, look after their bodies, man. And yeah, I love what I do, man. It's, it's an amazing thing what I do, get to do every day. So, yeah. Bro, how did this all start for you, bro? Uh, actually, bro, I was, um, I was training to be a cop. So I'm going to be uh, in the police force. Um, and I ended up doing the swimming, bro, and I injured my neck. Um, and then I was just sitting at home, bro, watching Biggest Loser. And from there, bro, I was like, that's what I want to do, man. I, I want to help those people out there that can't get off the couch. Uh, that are struggling with life, you know. So um, I started to uh, uni the next day, bro, literally the next day. And I was in course uh, three weeks later, uh, training to, to do personal training. So, bro, how did you enjoy your next swimming, G? Oh, bro, I just thought I was uh, <clears throat> an Olympic sage. So, <laughs> no, I was, I was just doing some laps, bro, you know, it's freestyle. And um, I, I think I just did too many, bro. And I just thought I was the man and, you know, just trying to do too much and got home and. It just all tweaked up and yeah, cuz that was me. I just couldn't move and had to had to rest up. Shit. And so like that that sets you on a path, bro. Just seeing biggest lose on TV and you're like, yeah, I want to do that. I reckon I'll be good at that. Yeah, so to be honest, bro, I watched the first, uh, one of the episodes uh American one, I think it was, and um I had a connection bro with it, eh? I was like, man, like I wanna be that guy there. I don't care about TV or the fame of it. I just want to be that guy there helping that uh, person there that, you know, is 200, 300 kilos and, and can barely move, you know? So um, that's what I did, bro. I was like, man, I want to do that. I signed up to uni. Um, I worked hard. I tell you, bro, uni too. Uh, I wasn't the smartest guy in the class, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wanted to do it. Um, I had a passion for it and, the people that I could help, you know, that that's what drove me forward to do what I do, man. So, yeah, that's, that's what I did. So you're originally from West Auckland? Nah, man, so I'm a short boy, man. I'm a North Shore man. 
Um, but yeah, I've been all short since about ooh, 10, 11. So I love my mum. Uh, yeah, since then, went to uh, school on the shore, Wairau, Peter Glenfield. So yeah, but I was on the shore most of the time. And then uh, we moved around a little bit. But yeah. Oh, it's it's so it's so fuzzy that you know people see things on like and th- I think this is why like diversity and things on TV and media is so important, bro. Because we all see each other in certain uh, roles, you know. And you would have seen that, and you're, bro, I could I could do that, gee, me. Yeah, exactly, bro. And you know, like um, it's exactly when you, when you find something, again, you know, what did actually until I was a little bit older, and I know what I wanted to do, you know, like I was like, man, I've got to help community somehow and I was like man you know police officers a great job you know you can help people um you know good career good money behind you you know so ticked a lot of boxes um but yeah like I said when I saw um you know biggest loser personal training I was like there's nothing else I want to do yeah um so yeah so I man like I said man just got on uh on to getting into uni learned I'm still learning today but that's a big thing about it too is you know, personal training, you don't just learn and that's it. Yeah. But it's a constant go, every day learning, training, uh, restructuring. So now I've been doing it for a while, man, and, and still love it now. Still love it. Bro, do you ever do you ever think back, bro, you know, like uh you know, in, in your time on this earth, brother, and you ever think back on things that have affected you and made you be the person you are today, more like Whenever I see your stuff on on um, on Instagram and when I talk to you and stuff like that, it's all around giving and, and, and being able to to help. And a lot of people aren't wired like that. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are, and and some more than others. But do you ever think back, bro? You ever wonder why am I? Why do I have this wiring that makes what has contributed towards it for me to 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 be that helping giving person? Uh to be honest, bro. Uh... It's, it's, it's because I was, you know, we were brought up on nothing, bro. You know what I mean? We had, we had nothing. We had, we had people stay with us. So we had, um, I think my mom actually counted by over 10 years. There were 67 people live with us. They had no homes or nowhere to live, bro. So that was friends or friends of friends. We even had people we didn't really know, bro. They just live with us because they had nowhere to go. Um, and it just kind of, that's how it was, bro. You know, but, um, I think the... I think the thing of having a good family that have a lot of love, you know what I mean? But you don't have to have much. Um, that kind of why me to who I am today. So um, I've got, you know, good good love around me and, and I see the I see the good in people as well. You know, some people can be mean to you, but you can still see a lot of their good in them, you know mm. what I mean? Um, you know, and, and I think that's that's how my body's wired is no matter how much uh, bad is in the world, there's a lot of good and, and you can start by helping by giving as much as you can and I never had much man and I don't need much to be happy as well so you know, um, good family, good friends um, you know and that's just kind of how I've been in my life so. Yeah bro, I think like like us in general, as, as human beings there is this um, this recorder that goes on in our brains when we're little, right? that's always recording what we see and, and, and what we feel around our whanau and, and what, what comes in and what goes out, you know? And I think us as adults, like, we we still, like, forget that, like, kids around us and kids just in general, 
and our kids, our own kids, you know, they 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 pick up on what we see. And and bro, you're a perfect example of like the positive route of that, you know? Yeah, hundred percent, bro. And it's um, you know, it's a it's a crazy thing because when you when you're an adult, you actually do remember all the stuff as a kid, you know, all the main parts, mm. and they stay with you forever. Yeah, you know. So you know, my thing of what I do, you know, like giving is. I've always been the same as give without worrying about receiving because a lot of people out there, unfortunately, give to receive. And I, you know, my thing is give because these kids or families need it. You know mm. what I mean? I was once their kid. I was once their family that didn't have much. So me getting something from, or, or a kid getting something from me, hopefully they'll remember that and hopefully that will help them transition when they get older to, to help others, you know? So, yeah. That's the way I look at it, man. It's, um... In society today, bro, and, and you said that just then, like, you give without the expectation of getting anything in return. Yeah. Bro, it's, bro it is getting, that entitlement of, of, of young people is crazy, bro. Like, it's so, like, everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, I, I hooked you up, you're going to hook me up, but that's manipulation, pretty much. That's manipulating, like, oh, yeah, if I give you this, bro, you're going to, you know, like, that kind of mindset is is in a lot of people these days and it sucks bro it, it is man and it's um you know it's very easy to find you know like um yeah especially with social media man you know everyone everyone does social media now you know how it is um but you can see a lot of that through the younger younger generation coming through that want something in return for anything they do and it's not down to them it's just how the world is at the moment you know and they'll, you know, I could, I could see a friend that gets something and go, man, I deserve that too because I'm doing the same as you, you know, and that's all it is. But it is a different thing to where, you know, uh, back when I was younger, you know, I was, I just help you, you know, if you need help, I come help you, man, you know, and you, know, you don't need to do anything, you know, if you want me to drop you off um, down the road, you know, all good. Now it's a little bit different, man. If, it's a totally different world, brother. Yeah. Totally different world. I think that's what drew, drew me towards you, brother, because I, I am a total – that is all I'm about, bro. I, I really, like uh, – I will give until, like, if I've got something, I will give it, and then, bro, if someone says, oh, I'll pay you back, no, 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 gee, it's all good. Pay it forwards, you know? If you see somebody struggling, pay it forwards. Like, if you're in a position where you can help somebody else – Fuck, yeah. pay it, brother. Like, just help out. And this, yeah, I, I think I think we need to kind of like, you know, bring that up. Like, br- bring it up into the world. And, and and like we said earlier, people see what we do, and people see what you do. And you know, they may not be your kids, or well, they, you know, they are, but you may not like just people that admire you and admire whoever. And if you put out to the, if you put out to the universe, hey, let's. Uh, this is me sharing without, bro. I don't want no kickback from it. Fuck, it's, it's, it's powerful, G. Oh, and uh, I think the thing is, too, too you know, um, you know, like, um, people forget that if you can give, you will receive more in your mindset mm. than you'll ever be able to get through money through anything that someone gives you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, um, really, you know, when sometimes when I'm, I'm having a low point, you know, the first thing I think about, what can I do to help someone, you know what I mean? Because... I can help someone, it's going to help them, but also my mind is going to be like, oh, yo, I feel, I feel good because I'm able to help someone that's a little bit less off than I am, you yeah. know. And, um, you know, people forget that, and that's why I think a lot of people struggle as well, 
because they don't um, think about just that part of if I help someone without wanting anything back, I've done a good deed. Mm. And I don't want any reward from it. I don't want anyone to tell me how you know awesome I am. I just did a good deed for myself. And I think that's something that, um, like you said, man, the younger generation at the moment, I don't think they see it because they probably haven't gone through it. So, Mm. yeah. Bro, over the Christmas break, bro, was when I really kind of like knew who who you were, G. I was like, I know this dude's a trainer. I know that this dude, you know, he's a he's a motivating he's a motivating motherfucker right here. But then, um, when you did the Christmas drive stuff, bro, and it was totally ninja, bro. Like you didn't go out and was like, hey, look at me, motherfuckers, look at me. Like, hey, look, I'm giving away t- toys. It had nothing to do with that, bro. It's the, the whole thing was if you have stuff. Bring it to me, and I'll go and drop them off. Just bring it. Just oh my, bring it over here. And um, that was powerful, bro. And I was yeah, I saw that, and I just thought, holy, like you see all these people out here trying to. I could count, I could count on one hand how many people would actually go and do stuff like that, and and not not you know like you know benefit from it. So brother, that was just amazing to you. What was the thought process? How did that? idea of the um and explain to us also but how did the idea come through for the christmas drive stuff uh oh man uh once again bro it's just um it's one of those things bro you know like like i said man i was born with not much at all i, I had a good you know family um you know but you know mum mum was a mum of uh four uh you know and and could only make ends meet bro so my thing was just mainly trying to focus on what I could focus on, you know, um, and I saw that if we, we can give at least a present to a kid out there so they have one present, just one, you know, what whether it's, you know, uh, a toy, whether it's just even a, a bit of wrapping paper bro, with, you know, uh, something from the $2 shop, that kid is going to be happy for that day. And, you know, for me, Christmas Day is one of those things where that's not celebrated all around the world, but as a kid, you remember those days and you, you wake up and you're like, man, you know, where's Santa and all this? And I just kind of want to put some smiles on some faces that uh, don't have much, man. And um, when I first did it, I tell you, bro, it is, you know, I would, I would love for you to come with me next year, man, if you would love to come, man. I'm doing that, brother. Um, and, and just see it, the first year, bro, I did, and it was actually the second house. And I walked in, but I had the sack of presents, five kids. I was like, man. I'm here, you know, I'm keeping keep a Santa, I'm here to help you guys out. And they're like, yeah, awesome, man. It was the 23rd of December, bro. And I walked in their house and all they had was a tree. Mm. That's it. And the lady goes, man, we're so blessed because we actually have nothing. And I was sitting there going, man, this is what I do, you know, this is why I'm yeah. here. And I, well, I straight away, I got back in the truck, actually was in my car, and I just teared up, bro. I was like, far out. You know, so um, I actually gave out more presents, went around, but I did it live and, you know, we had dropped off some awesome presents, some awesome people. People got robbed as well, so I dropped some off to them. And I had some left, but I was like, man, I'm going back to their house. So on the Christmas Eve, I actually went and took all the rest of the presents, dropped them off to all these kids, bro. And, yeah, man, and it's a great feeling, bro, of, of giving, you know. And I think, you know, giving is the best Best thing in life you can do, man. If you've got something, whether it's small, big, if you've got money behind you or not, you can still give a little bit and a little bit will help, man. 
Bro, you went everywhere too, bro. You were you were like all up and down the all up and down the country, bro. Like I was just like I'd jump into one of your lines. You're like, oh yo, I'm I'm down I'm down here in uh, Hamilton. I said it was Hamilton, bro. You went everywhere, brother. And that's that to me just showed, you know, like holy, this guy is he's on a mission, bro. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the, the, the thing about the first year, bro, it was like um. It was hard work because I, I had to pay for all the shipping. Uh, you know, so there was some down in Canterbury and, you know, and I, I don't have much money behind me, you know. So, like, that was the hard part. I paid for all my gas um, and I was just driving here. But I, I just thought, man, uh, this is my way of giving to these kids and these kids are going to wake up. Um, and as you saw, you know, the one we just did on Christmas, man, um, a house of kids, um, they had they lost their whole houseboat, everything. I think it was like the 20th and, uh, oh, before the 20th, and I started my kipper, um, Santa, and then someone missed it. I go, man, this house has been burnt down. And I was like, yo, I need bikes. <laughs> so I literally asked my clients, bro. I said, please, out of anyone can just give me, donate me a bike. Um, we're going to get some bikes for these kids. But within six days, bro, I had six bikes to give to these kids, you know? And that's the art of giving, bro, is, uh, is about, you give, people give with you, you know, you can build a community to help those, you know, who are struggling. And then I went to these guys' house, someone had donated them a house to live in, you know, and yeah, bro, and, and these kids, man, you know, they're smart kids, you know, they, they're going to grow up to be awesome kids, awesome families, awesome adults, and, you know, I, I never want anything back from them. It's just I hope they had a good day. Mm -hmm. I hope they're able to have a bit of fun on their bikes, especially – in, in a dark time, you know? So, yeah, man, I, I love what I do in regards to those kids. And, and it was actually cool because um, last year we actually got, um, you know, people were donating, you know, uh, petrol vouchers and stuff. So it was a little bit easier for me, you know? Oh, yeah. um, I wasn't able to go to the South Island and send out there this year because I didn't have, I actually ran out of money myself, bro. So wow. <laughs> I was actually, I didn't have much money at Christmas. Um, so I was able to send uh, some presents down there. So I try to find people in the North Island and drop off. And one of the cool things, though, which I found through that is taking my son, my eldest son, and him actually coming through the day with me and, and dropping his presents off to these kids, you know. And How, there was nothing better, bro. How powerful would that be, bro? Oh, you know? Just looking at him, bro, and he's just like, you know, Dad, are we going to get to these kids today? You know, waking up like that, I'm like, Man, oh. you know, that's my boy right there. Product, brother. Product of the product of the environment, my G. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. amazing thing, bro. And I will be giving you a message. Uh, to come do it with me this year, bro. bro. I'll I'll dress up, brother. I'm good. I'm I'm bro. I got you. I got you. I'm there, bro. No, no I don't even care what I bro. It's locked in. If you do, and if you don't get at me, I'm gonna be angry, G. I'm gonna be hollering at you. Trust me, bro. I got you, bro. That's us. We're gonna do some stuff, man. Ah, bro. Because I think, like, bro, I know this is this will probably be like a really, you know, uh, morbid idea, bro. But, bro, when you pass away, G, these moments, are, these moments are what what lives on, you know, through these people that you've touched and you've 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 you've, you've, you've affected their lives in so many ways. They're the ones that take your Mr. John, and they'll tell their kids, bro, the dude Kips, bro, came through, yo, we were struggling, and, you know, and it's this, and things so powerful like that, that's how it continues, you know? 
hundred percent, bro. And I think that's that's the way of moving forward of positivity. You know, there's there is a lot of negativity out there, and uh, if you've seen lately, I've been putting up a bit about that just to try and tell you about the ease off a little bit, especially in COVID, man. Because I know I know there's a lot of people struggling, man. And the first thing you want to do is voice your opinions on something that that doesn't matter. And I hope that people start trying to put more positive stuff out there. So that that can happen, you know what I mean? Because people will leave um, the earth uh, at a certain time, and if you can take a lot uh, something from that, and maybe you know of of their giving or of their time, you know, um, you know that that'll be really important to, to that person's life. So, nah, you're you're definitely dead on there, brother. What what I love about you too, brother, is that there's people, and I reckon like a good eighty percent of people in the world, bro are all around pointing out problems, right? And the the 20% are the ones that point out solutions to the problems. Yeah. And you're in that 20, you're in the top echelon of that 20%, brother. Because when you think about it, you saw a problem. This is I mean just I just from the outside looking in, brother, it looks like you look at problems and you try to find solutions as opposed to just pointing out the problem and leaving it like a lot of us do, including myself. I'm like, I don't have the get up and go like you do, my G. So like that brings me to my next point, which is the, um, like, like in West Auckland and South Auckland, you know, like obesity is everywhere, G. And it's not, uh, it's everywhere, but it's very permanent in these two, you know, areas of Auckland. Why is that, G? A lot of things, bro, but I tell you the easiest, um, the number one reason, bro, is money. And it's not just money that, that people don't have, um, you know, because I've, I've been here with no money. But money, you know, if you, if you have a lot of money, you won't go through these problems because you're able to buy what you want to you buy. You can buy healthy uh, and you can buy a little bit bad. When, when you only have $30, $40 to spend on food, you only have 30 or 40 items that you can buy. You have three or four kids. You buy what you can afford. So that's the easiest way to answer that. And, you know, and it's hard, to, it's hard though, because you hear a lot of people saying, yeah, they need to get off the couch or they need to do this. And yes, there is a percentage of that, you know, yes, definitely. Um, but it starts with, first of all, money. The, the, the amount of money it costs for the healthy food is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Mm. Yes, there are better options out there. And yes, sometimes um, if you can't spend your money differently. And some, that's the second point. We do spend that, some people do spend their money wrongly. But also, the people that spend their money wrong sometimes don't know how to use money, how to spend money. We're not taught this stuff in school about money. You know, we're taught to count. We're not taught to, this is how you should save money or, mm. um, you know, use this kind of money for your food. So obesity starts the money to me. And, and um, you know, later on, obviously, it comes to an addiction, just like anything. And, um, you know, for me, I, I personally think veggies should be second to none free, you know. and But it could also start with us, you know. I think we need to not worry about, handouts and, and government style of it, it needs to start with us as well. And one thing what I would say to anyone that is watching out there, 
we get get a group of friends, go out your back backyard and build some veggie gardens, and then start sharing the veggies around with all your friends. Mm. Then you have healthy food. You're able to share, and then buy big meat packs and share it out. We're all worried about just worrying about us sometimes when we can all help each other in our little groups, but we don't. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just a little insight to how I see obesity. Obesity comes from easy access, um, drive-throughs, um, you know, those things, but that, that's never going to change, you know? Yeah. That's never going to change. So you have to beat it yourself. You have to beat it by, okay, if I want to, you know, not just help me, but my son is bigger than he should be, I need to put in the work. I need to treat this like a job, like, like it's going to help him. So I need to, to sacrifice my hours to make sure that when he grows up, he's got healthy food. And um, I, think, I think that hours thing too, bro, like money, money equals time. As, long as, uh, as, as funny as that sounds, it is true. So, you know, like a lot of people just don't have time, bro. Like, yeah, when you got to work two jobs or mum mum works at night, dad works during the day and, you know, who's cooking dinner? You know, the, the easy access is, oh, yeah, we'll just go get a 20, $25 uh, share box from McDonald's, you know? Exactly, bro. And, you know, you, you, we, you know, I've, I don't know about you, bro, but I know I can go and get full and uh, six of my mates full on a $20 pack of Chinese. Mm. You know what I mean? But you go and get you $15 with a chicken breast and some rice, and then brothers ain't going to be full on that. Yeah, it's true. $5 pizzas, you know? These kind of things out there, they're always there and there. And it's not just because it's easy access. You don't have time. You don't have much money. It's the easiest thing to go to. Mm. If you've got two, $3,000 in your bank account for the week, it's easier for you to get a healthy meal or get healthier food sent to your house. You know, um, there's, there's many ways to chat. And I, I've always said this to people. There's two things I'd like to say uh, on this, man. Firstly, Veggies should be free, yes, but I see, you know, the, the wind stuff and all that, and people always down people like that, you know. And mm. I, I'd like to see smaller businesses and businesses like food companies send parcels to people that are on wind instead of just sending money. Yeah. So you already have your setup of food, your kai, your good healthy food, and you're able to change, you know. Um, that, that's the easier way. And, and what you said before about money is time. Why do we pay more tax after 40 hours, man? Mm. If you're doing your 40 hours, I've seen, I remember, I remember training some Island Brothers, man, and they were working 60, 70 hours. Wow. And after, you know, and, and they were working, bro. They were, they were knackered by sleeping on the forklifts. Why don't you take the tax off that after, after that 40 hours, man? Bro, even the secondary tax, bro. That's what I mean. The secondary tax, wipe it, bro. Yeah. I think there was, there was something they were looking at it, bro. I did. I did read something because, like, yeah, bro, I'm I'm in the same boat too. I'm like, why why do I have to pay way more tax on my second job when you know, like, bro, I'm not I'm 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 not making a lot of money. Yeah. If I was making a million, if I was making at a job a hundred thousand dollars and I get another job that's a hundred thousand dollars, then fucking a, yeah, 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 you should. But if I'm only making forty k and then I have to go and do cleaning at nighttime, I've got to go work at the night shift at the warehouse. But that warehouse should be tax-free, you know? 100%. I get you on that one. That's where the, the thing is we can change, bro. We, we can't change it ourselves, but 
that's one thing you know i've always said uh, if that part had changed man I, I guarantee a lot of people with not much money will be able to get a little bit more to help because twenty dollars thirty dollars a week to a household that has forty to fifty dollars a week just for food yeah can you imagine that you that's... know and yeah it's just one of those things bro you know that that's a big part of obesity you know there is obviously a part of addiction addiction the big key but it's the same thing with smoking with drinking you know drugs you know these kind of things are an addiction exactly in the same category as obesity how do you how do you kick that addiction bro Hey, let's go, baby. That was a that was a setup, bro. I'd set that alley pub for you, brother. And you, just, you just dunked that one. I liked it. No, nah, but I mean like like mentally, you know, training and, and stuff like that, but legit, like it is a it is a drug, bro. Like like fast foods. I mean, just driving home, bro, and you're hungry and you got an extra ten buck and you're like, hey, luck for RL, I'm just gonna go and give me a uh it's gonna give me a a, a, a combo. Yep. Bro, it's it's bad, G. And and the same thing back to what I was saying before, bro. You you done a 14, 15 hour shift. You ain't gonna cook. Nah. Your 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 wife or missus or or um, husband or you know kids or whatever. They're all probably asleep because you're working the late night. The last thing you want to do is cook. Mm. So you got brothers out there doing massive hours and coming home to a ten dollar meal because they're tired. You know. Where you got the, you know, and it's not, it's not, a, not saying anything bad to people that have money. Mm. Not, not at all. What I'm saying is, people that don't have money will find it a lot harder um, because there's no accessibility to good, healthy food that cost. You know, two for four avocados. Come on, man. You know what I mean? So if the if the the healthier food was cheaper, we'd all be healthy, right? Mm. You know what I mean? If you had drive-throughs that had healthy meals that didn't charge tax from the government, that were cheaper for the for everyday people, everyone would go through the drive-through there. It's funny. Nah, that would like that way. And I mean, even like looking at subways, like subway salads are good for you, but there's no drive-through at ten o'clock at night time for that. Like you, you know, and I know that's a. Uh, you know, I suppose there are places that do have the um the low carb options for things. You know, which is, I mean, yeah, and, and, right? And there's definitely things. There's definitely things out there as well. And but then also, you know, like come on, cuz we we just did a massive shift. You really want a low carb meal? That's true. <laughs> you know, you know, you can fill yourself on a salad, bro. But you know, we're talking about a big bowl of salad with. 200, 300 grams of chicken in there so you get full. And yeah, especially, um, especially our PI brothers and sisters, bro. They yeah. work those hard jobs, my G. Exactly, my brother. And one thing I wanted to say as well is um, about obesity as well is sometimes we're, we're still caught up in the culture of our food. And that's one transition we, you know, I teach my, my clients, people is you can still eat your culture food, you know, like because that's how it is. But Eating that kind of food all the time is not good for you. Mm. And that's that's a reality, you know. Um, and that that's what I think we need to look at a bit more um, in the islands um, and you know Maori and all that. You know, us Maoris, we love our bread, cause hard. You know, seven eight seven eight pieces of bread. You know, but you know, um, but yeah, the culture change for that would be one that could help as well. And, and, and enjoy your culture food through the weekend. 
but through the weekdays, get on those healthy meals um, just for your bodies. You know, so and there's some big island people out there, man, you know, something like six five, six six. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, massive ass kids. And you know, oh, hey, I'm 15. I'm like, whoa. You yeah. You units, bro. I want those. Yeah, with those big, with those big units, bro, you need you need to fill, like recharge the machine, bro, with eating and you know those oh. those big fellas, bro. Oh. Oh. My big boys, bro. Man. Yeah, you know they they they're awesome kids out there, and and, and but you need a lot of calories to keep that thing moving. You know what I mean? And like I said, but they can't get full on just a little bit, you know. So mm. you know those, those kids that are you know six six foot plus, you know, and um. I'm not talking big as a chubby, I'm talking big as a just big units. Um, they need a lot of food, you know, to, to run. So if they're having a low carb or if they're having, you know, um, something that's not going to fill them up, the first thing that's going to happen to them, bro, is their, their bodies are going to react the wrong way. Yeah. And then muscle fatigue and injury and stuff like that will happen. So, um, yeah, man, I think, I think there's a lot of things in obesity, but the first thing is definitely money. And anyone that disagrees with that shouldn't be in a PT business, man, because, um, you know, money is one of those things where if you had a lot of it, majority of people would be able to buy the healthier food. And there'll still be a percentage that wouldn't. Don't get that wrong as well, like, there'll still be a percentage that would still go to that food. Yeah. But there'll be a bigger percentage that would go healthier more than not. And that's the thing. Right. So, so, like, um, I mean, You've been around the block a bit, bro. You've seen a lot of stuff happen in, in West Auckland and um, that one. But, like, um, through your time, bro, with um, training, especially around, you know, like, weight training and things like that, bro, what is some – what is the easiest way to start, my G, apart, apart from training with Kips? Because, you know, that's the way, G. But I'm saying, like, how do you – oh, sorry about that. Training with Kips, bro. That's cool. Um, but, like, um, no, like – how do people just transition from that person that sits on the couch to fucking getting getting towards um, and finding somebody like you, bro? I'd say two two things, man. Find a friend that you know you can go to the training with um, is a good way of doing it. You know, going with a friend always help. But also just do the trials. Go go trial somewhere. Go to a you know sign yourself up to. Seven or eight different gym, uh, not gym trials, but like as in gym, uh, gym studios, boxing, Pilates, you know, yoga, whatever things you're interested in. Mm. Sign up to them for a couple of weeks. Um, don't get locked in, but sign up to a couple of weeks and see if you go. Whichever one you go to the most, sign up there for a good year. Because the first thing you do when you're spending money on something is you're like, man, I'm wasting my money. I better go. Yeah. And it helps you transition into, man, I'm actually enjoying this because I'm getting fitter, I'm getting healthier, I'm starting to make changes. Um, and that's what I'd say. But also look up, um, you know, follow people that uh, resonate with what you want to do. You know, if you want to lose weight, follow a weight loss specialist. If you like to do boxing, follow boxing trainers, you know. Uh, if you want to do uh, body weight, follow people that do what you want to do. And then when you see the good in what they do, go and go and approach them and just say, "Man, it's taken me three years to get off." The, and I've had this mm. many times. I actually had one I think two weeks ago, and someone said they've been watching me for two and a half years, and they've finally been able just to message me. 
choice. That's choice, though, eh? You know what I mean? Yeah. For you, I mean, yeah, for them, yeah, two and a half, but, like, for you to be in their feed saying, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing for two years, and for you to just keep that consistency in that person going, you know what, I'm just going to go and see Kips. You know, I'm just going to go and see Kipper. That's my guy, you know? That's awesome, brother. That shows that, you know, what you're doing online is working, bruv. Uh, thank you, brother. Yeah, nah. It's an amazing thing what you can do, bro. It's um but yeah, that that's one thing is just go and go and talk and, and just meet the person that you're that you want to go to, you know what I mean? So if you follow a trainer and, and you like what they do, um then go and meet them. Because that's the best thing you can do. You know, some people come here are worried or scared. Um and that's why I started my Excel class, you know. No, you know, when I did the XL class, that was for XL plus, mm. you know, and that was because people were worried to come and train with others. So get into a, a place, sign up to more than one and, and just on their trial, don't don't pay with the big big bucks, just pay for the trials or pay for a couple of weeks and find what works for you because if you turn up, whatever you turn up to, if you turn up to that three to four times a week, doesn't matter what it is. That's where you need to be. What are some What are some obstacles like for um, people starting the gym, bro? That, that you've seen not I mean not at yours, obviously, but I mean I know like jets and things like that that you've seen that have been like, oh, bro, like I can understand why they don't come back, or even mentally, bro. What do they do that that just makes them go, oh, no, nah, I don't want to come back. I'm I'm all right. The one The one thing is because I've I've worked in the gyms before as well, and. Now, me personally, I like to go myself to the gym. I like, I like to, to put my headphones in, train like a boss, you know, and just, and, and just have a rest of, you know, a rest from the world a little bit, you know what I mean? But I find with people that are starting out, if they go on their own, the percentage of them actually succeeding is very low. When you go to, uh, and I found this, when you go to group stuff, you're able to find at least one person that you can get on with in that class that makes you want to come back. Mm. And, and, and it doesn't always happen, but that's what I mean. If you try a few things and you say, yo, man, I just met this, uh, this guy, Sione. Uh, man, he's a cool dude, man. Uh, yo, Sione just messaged me. You've now got that little link for you to say, man, it's not just going to the gym. I'm actually going to catch up with some friends and train. Yeah. And I found... Um, I found a lot of the, you know, the, the gym stuff, not all the time, but it's a lot harder for day ones. It's a lot harder. If you've trained a little bit before, you know, definitely gyms, that's why they're, they're busy. Um, that's how I found. And, it, and that's why a lot of gyms, I think, have classes as well, because that's the same kind of thing. In the gym classes, they'll get the same kind of thing as going to a, a studio like uh, Kip Studios where I'm at now. Same kind of thing. You know what I mean? You get that that um, call it all with your, with your peers and, and people you've never met and people on the same journeys. You'll get that in, in the, in the um, group classes in the gym as well. So I personally am all about groups uh, because I think you get a lot more out of what you can get if you're starting out. Bro, how scary was it um, coming from, you know, working in the gyms to creating, like starting your own business, bro? Oh, very scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my transition, bro, was um, 
I actually left uh, the gym and then I went into sales. So I went to uh, a machinery house and I was doing sales at PT on the side. So I was one of those guys, but I was up at 4.45. I'd go and do my boot camps, then I'd drive to Highbrook, um, and I worked to 5.30, then I'd drive to Lincoln Road, do my classes till 8 o'clock, then I'd go home, and then I'd do my online. So that was me six six days a week, bro. Um, uh, so with a killer off, well, Saturday, sorry, with a half day. So that was me, bro. That was, it was hard because when I got to that point, I was actually um, – just doing PT on the side because I was like, man, um, I, don't, I can't get a living out of this, you know? Um, charging, you know, we used to charge 80 to $90 a session and then if someone doesn't turn up, you know, people don't understand it, but when people don't turn up, you don't get paid, you know? And, and one people don't understand as well, you got to pay to go work at the gyms. Mm. Oh, wow. I mean, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. So, like, you know, the people that work at Jets are like, you have to pay them to work in there. Nearly every gym you see, brother, except for fitness studios, you have to pay to work there. Wow. You don't get paid from them. Shit. That's, so, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> exactly, bro. So that's why, you know, I transitioned out of there. I was like, I enjoyed, like, I actually enjoyed being in the gym. I didn't mind it, doing a lot of one-on-ones. But when I, I started doing group classes there, I just started doing it myself. Um, I don't think many people were doing them at that time, you know, like there was a few out there. Um, social media wasn't that massive, you know. Um, and I just started putting my stuff online and, and we were just, bro, we were training in the car parks because we couldn't train in the gyms. Yeah. So I was taking people out. I, I, yeah. I couldn't even afford maps. That's how broke I was because I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I had no money, bro. Like the, the first, I'll tell you the story, the first um, time I was working at, at the gym, I had to actually leave at um, at 3.45 to walk to the train from North Shore to catch a train to the city to go to Moulin oh. to get to my first client. Sheesh. <laughs> oh. so I was knackered, bro, and I, and I didn't make it home until about 11.30 at night because the last train was 10 o'clock, and my thing was I was sitting here and wait for clients and try and sign up people to, to make my business work till the last train. That was my thing. And that's how I put my name and book. What I did is I, I literally just sat at work and talked talk to everyone that came in the door like they were my friend. Yeah. I made friends with everyone. I didn't say, yo, I want to make money off you. I just wanted to say, ah, oh, I'm, I'm Ari. I'm Trevor McKibber. If you need me, man, uh, you know, I'd love to take you through a session and stuff like that. And that's how I built my business and then, and then transitioning into to having my own um, business on the side, or business starting up on my own, bro, it was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. And I tell you, man, the, hard, the hardest part was I did a couple of years on my own, um, and I was actually driving down to the mount, and I looked and I was just sitting there, and then I, I got a, a message from my accountant, and my accountant said, your profit for the month, was $34.50. Oh, sheesh. And I was like, I literally had to pull over, Brian, and I just, I just cried. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing all this work, I'm working all these hours, and I made $34.50 for the month. Shit, bro. So I was like, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah. What, I mean, like, 
you get to that point, that low point, where you're just like, holy, like I'm putting all of this, all of this time, effort, money, um, I'm putting all this in for $34 a month. Bro, there has to be like, for you, bro, and I know that it's not, but at that time, there had to be red flags, bro, like, fuck, well, maybe it shouldn't. I've, ne- I've nearly given up probably a good five, six times, bro. Mm. Um, you know, one was nearly, the, was, was COVID just gone, um, and that's just been reality, bro. It's, uh, you know, right now, I've got no, no income. I don't, you know, I don't qualify for the subsidy, mm. you know what I mean? People like me don't qualify, and and one thing I'd say, you know, when you're going through those hard times is I was lucky I had good people around me, you know. Um, you know, you're able to talk to people in your circle, outside of your circle. <coughs> um, and But I'm one of those people. If I'm, you know, if I'm playing sport and I'm 100 points down, I still think I can win. Yeah, I like that. I'm a winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean I'm, I'm cocky. I'm one of those guys that I believe that anyone can do anything if all you want to do is that. Correct, brother. If you want to sing and you wake up in the morning and all you want to do is sing, brother, you need to be a singer. You know what I mean? That's the first sister act uh, reference I've heard in a long time, brother. What do you want to say, cousin? (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, it was a hard time, brother. And, and, and there'd be many hard times, um, but you learn from them and you learn to, to beat it. And I'm, at the moment, I'm lucky. I've got amazing clients at the moment, you know. My clients know me. I'm genuine. I've always been genuine with people. Um, and I know there's a lot of non-genuine people out there trying to sell stuff or do stuff, and I don't worry about that. Mm. I worry about me and my clients. And my clients, um, they got my back, man. They're able to keep me going. And keep uh, the studio open. So, yeah, it is a hard time if you're going into business. But if you want something, you know, I always said I went to the gym. You know, and I always said, you know, my thing was always to help people. And, and I nearly gave up only because you have to worry about yourself too. Mm. If you're unable to feed yourself, if you're unable to live anywhere, then you need to reassess. And that's what happened with me. So, yeah. Well- yeah, it's, I mean, bro, and it comes back to what we said earlier in the conversation, bro. It's giving without expecting, you know? And um, I can see this is this is why, brother, I'm like all about that with you, brother, because you, you, you don't just say it, you do it, you know? And a lot of people will go, oh, yeah, man, you know, I'm, out, I'm here to help, you know, whatever you want. And then when you reach out, it's quiet, you know? But I don't see that with you, bro. There's no empty, there's nothing empty about you, my G. You know? Yeah. And then that's, that's the thing, bro, is, you know, um, um, there's a lot out there that people don't see, you know? And my, my thing with giving is give without putting it on the camera. You know? Yeah. Go out, go out there and, and once a week go and give to that guy that's sitting at the BP wanting money, you know? You know, and my, see me, you know, I'm dealing with the homeless, man. I wish, you know, we could all help the homeless a bit more. Um, you know, I, I know everyone goes and does it for Christmas, but you know, every other day of the year, bro, they're they're struggling, you know. And my thing is, you know, go and feed them, you know, go and give them a car, you know, without putting it on camera. Don't you don't have to give them money. Right. That's know, not, that is the lowest, honestly. That's the lowest thing you could do, right? Is go and give someone stuff and put your foot, put your fucking phone in their face, 
Oh yeah, look guys, I'm giving it, bro. I see them online all the time and it just, as soon as I see it, I just unfollow. I'm like, nah, I don't need this bullshit in my life. They're the ones with the two to three million dollars, uh, three million views, bro. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that are getting out there, yet the brothers and sisters out there that I know mm. that are out there actually helping with no cameras, don't get no support, don't have thousand dollars in their bank. Yeah. You know, I went to, um, I was lucky enough to get um, a local hero of the year uh, award for, for Kiwi Bank. Yeah. Um, which was an amazing, it was one of, my favorite thing that I've ever done for, you know, I've received um, in my career of PT. And the, the reason I, I bring that up is not to boast, it's nearly every person I met had no money there. Yet I didn't see many people that had money. Yeah. And that was my thing. It's like, man, there's so many people, brothers and sisters out there that have got a lot of money that could be could so help so many people without even knowing it, you know? Um, and but like I said, man, I met people that lived in caravans that were ha- handing out blankets to people. That was it. That was their thing, bro. You know, people are doing amazing things out there with not much money, man. And, right. and it's without putting it on camera, it is the best gift. Bro, it's quite funny. Oh, I don't want to say funny. It's quite ironic. That a bank of all people are giving away money, are giving away awards for being local heroes when they got all the care. They got, they got, they got money fucking to burn. They could have easily gone, bro. How can we help? Like, what, well, what can we help, get, bro? Let's pay your, let's pay your rent for the whole year, bro, so you can affect more people. Or like, you know, let's get your advertising out a little bit more. Let's, let's pay for a billboard. Let's do something. But, um, and I think there's many companies out there that could. And I think there is many, and I will say that there is many companies that are starting to do that. Mm. And I will say that, you know, and whether it's to get social media um, added or, or exposure, um, I think there is a lot more people starting to see that that have backing. And I've, I've been to a few events and I'm amazed at, at some of the giving that is out there. There is actually a lot of people uh, that have a lot of money that do give. Um, and, and, and like I said before, I'm not here to boast, uh, sorry, not here to down people with money, but I am here to say, if you do have money, a lot of it, and you haven't done anything yet to help people with no money, here's your opportunity, you know what I mean? You don't need to post it. It's a great feeling, and you're going to help people around, around New Zealand, especially right now, around the world, it's crazy, you know, right now, and it will help yourself. Because that little bit of money that you probably could spend on a, a rug that costs you ten thousand dollars or something like that, you could help someone's life for a year. Bro, it's great. Yes, yes. You know? Preach, brother. Because there is so many people that yo, they'll buy like a ten thousand dollars. They'll buy a new um, iPhone that's worth two and a half grand. Yeah. But you know that could feed like, bro. Yeah, it, it buzzes me out when people brag about that stuff and even getting free stuff. Like, I get that. Like, uh, you know, people offer me stuff all the time, but so half the time I just think to myself, bro, like, I, w- I wish I, and sometimes I do, I just get it and give it away. <laughs> like, I should have, I'm not going to say who, but I'll grab it and I'll go, oh, thank you. I'll take one photo of it and then I'm going to go, bro, I've got enough of these. Yeah. I'm going to go and um, give it to the bro down, give it to one of the kids down the road that don't have nothing. Same with shoes. You know, I got a lot of shoes. I'm a shoe guy. 
But, a large shoes, bro. Right, we can talk about those. But like um, all the ones that I don't really wear, I look at them and I just think, okay, these ones will be worth a lot in the future, but I'll keep these ones and I hardly wear these ones, so I'll go out and, and give it to other people. And I'm never going to tell anybody, but I'm just going to do it. Because it's always the time to, like, what do I want to do? I don't want to, I don't want to put it out on uh, Instagram that I'm, oh, look at me, I'm a, I'm a perfect saint. Because then people are going to expect me to be like that all the time. Exactly, bro. And that's the thing, bro. Is, you know, like, you, you go and give that kid a pair of shoes. That kid's going to remember that forever, man. You know, and that kid probably going to give a kid a pair of shoes when he's older. Yep. And that, that's how the world, you know, can be better. Pain it forward, bro. And it is better. I tell you, it, it is. And as much as the ban as it is of giving a social media, sometimes even that time, you know, like, um, even though it is on social media, they're still giving. Mm. That's okay. So I get it. Yeah. But for me personally, um, and, and that that goes back to when I was giving out um, on Santa, Keeper Santa. The first year I was like, yeah, man, this is what I'm doing. We're going live, man. We're going to talk to these parents, you know, blah, blah. And then the second year I actually said, would you like to be on the camera? Mm. And some would say, no, I'm like, because I didn't want to, you know, like, yeah. put them on there because some people felt sick, you know. Yeah. I even went to one house, bro, and they had a big yellow sign on their window that they were getting evaded, bro. Wow. You know? Yeah, cuz. And I was like, man, honestly, I just want to say here, here's a gift uh, for your kids. And I hope you have a better week, you know. And, you know, people that are out there, you know, like doing their thing, hey, I've got nothing against you, man. But, you know, people out there that, that have have opportunity, have something behind them. And like I said, people are starting to do that. That's good, eh? People, well, it is. Big companies are starting to get behind you know, these small, small um, helpers, mm. you know what I mean? But they just, you know, like it's just the more of a cure man, you know, keep it going. Um, it can help so many people and people like myself, which drive a lot of stuff, you know, like, um, you know, I want to just quickly do a plug to Canterbury um, while we're on here because, um, you know, Canterbury, Canterbury New Zealand um, donated me 50 Warriors jerseys. Yeah. You know? And I was at bro. You know, like a kid, some kids can't afford that $156 Warriors jersey, bro. Yeah. You know? So um, they gave it to me to, to give out. And, and you know, that kind of thing there can help so many people just have a little bit of hope, you know, uh, especially especially with COVID, bro. Yeah. Bro, like, um, well, so where, where are, where, where's your studio, bro, first and foremost? Man, I'm in Henderson, bro. Uh, I play at Henderson. My studio is called Kipper Studios. Uh, but everyone knows me as Train with Kipper, man. So, uh, where? Uh, how often are you doing every day of the week? Yeah, so we do. So I do uh, Monday to Thursdays. Uh, so we do morning classes five thirty. We have an XL at six thirty, and then two night classes six uh, six pm and seven pm Monday to Thursday. Uh, then we do uh, Saturday mornings, which we do our classes at six thirty and seven thirty. Um, and in a 9.30 class, two days a week. Yeah. Um, I don't do Fridays, but that's when I look after my son. So, uh, I, have, I have my daddy day that, that day. So I bought my classes around my boys so I can have my day with my son. Bro, that's dope, brother. And yeah, I, yeah. I like, honestly, brother, like if there's anything in, and I, I really hope other people that are listening to this, um, is there anything that you need, bro, and, and, and if there's any anyone out there that can just come and, help anyway i don't know how bro but whatever you need brother if there's something that i can do to help brother just let me know g i've got you oh, appreciate it, bro. Um, 
appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. That's definitely us at the end of the year, my man. Bro, it has to be. Like, I'm I'm there. I'm already there, bro. In December, we, we're doing it. We're doing it. Yo. Another team, my cousin. Oh. Okay, my brother. Um, and, and where can people find you, my bro? Uh, you can find me, man. Uh, easy to just look me up, Tram Wakepa, uh, or Let's Go Fitness with a Z.com. Um, that's my website there. But find me at Tram Wakepa on Instagram, man, or Facebook. I'm, I'm everywhere, bro, on social media. So, um, yeah, come have a chat, man. Message me anywhere I can train. I actually had, we actually had someone um, watching my video in Africa the other day. Yeah. They're just sitting under a tree, bro. I was like, what? Wow. Awesome. Like, that's, that's my love, man. When you're able to help people around the world that you never right. thought would even watch your stuff. Yeah, that's it's crazy, bro. I, I buzz out all the time. At like, um, yeah, I have a look at the analytics and I see, holy shit, there's like 13 people that listen to me in Spain. And I'm like, holy, yeah. like, what are they getting out of my little potty mouth? Jeez, yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah, okay, I love your, love your stuff too, man. Oh, cheer, brother. Hey, brother, Um, I just want to say, bro, on behalf of uh, everyone, bro, I, I, that, that gets down with your stuff, I just, bro, it is beautiful to see somebody so selfless bro somebody trying to help others without anything um and i really do um i really hope that people in west auckland bro and, and anywhere man that that, that want to get fit and want to help out and and want to want to you know have peace of mind will come out and and, and jump onto the team brother because your team bro like i can see the i can see the unity bro with your team brother and i love it you know so and thank you for today bro also to uh to you to uh to to refilling my mana bro and my and my white oil bro i feel it you know so thank you my g i really appreciate you bro and uh appreciate your words um and definitely uh thank you for having me on